0: I think this has maybe been the hardest lesson that I've ever had to learn, um, mostly because I love big <laughs> and uh, I have experienced a lot of pain because of not knowing this sooner. And while I think that anytime a relationship changes or a human being leaves your life, um, it's going to be painful, I think the there is more pain in holding on Um for dear life, and that is something that I have spent my whole life doing, uh, largely because I think uh, I spent so many years without having any humans in my life that I felt like actually saw me or loved me, and so it's been a it's been a a, a learning process for sure, uh, and a big one for me. Welcome to the Live Your Fuck Yes Life Podcast your place for all things real talk and conscious conversations about shit that really fucking matters. I'm Amanda Catherine Loy, mindset coach, actor, and truth teller extraordinaire. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought to help you face your fears, speak your truth, and get you one step closer to living your fuck yes life. Are you ready? Here we go. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to episode 115 of the Live Your Fuck Yes Life podcast. I'm Amanda Catherine Loy, and today's a really fucking special day. Um, For one, it is my 30th birthday. If you're listening to this in real time, February 4th, 2021, um, today is the day I turn 30, which is... Feels like a long time fucking coming in some ways and also seems so wild to be celebrating 30 in quarantine and during a pandemic. It's certainly not how I thought I'd be spending my 30th birthday. Um, It also happens to mark the three-year anniversary of the Live Your Yes Life podcast being launched, which also feels so crazy wild um, that we've been sharing the space together uh, for the last three years. So whether you are new... To the podcast or um, have been around since the OG days, I am just so freaking grateful you're here. And if you've been a longtime listener, you know that when it's my birthday, um, I do a really special podcast episode where I usually go through, um, you know, however many years I am. Uh, For example, last year I turned 29 and I shared 29 things that I learned in that year of my life. and I started this in my blogging days. If you've been with me for as long as that, um, hi. Um, and you all know, probably remember all of my my blog posts where I used to share on my birthday every single year. And I used to be a very big list person. And frankly, I love doing this for myself. It's a super beautiful reflection tool. And I really encourage you to do the same Um when it comes to be your birthday or just maybe thinking about the things you've learned um, or lessons you've taken away. But this year, I wanted to do something different and special. And um, I've been really thinking a lot about my 20s. And, you know, when I first started this podcast, I was uh, inspired to do so because of the quarter life crisis perspective that I saw myself experiencing rock bottom moments in that space and so many of my friends and people in my life and it wasn't being talked about it wasn't talked about how you know you hit 25 and you just feel so overwhelmed and exhausted and um like you have to have your shit together and all of these things and um experiencing the what I always called the quarter life crisis and um you know it turns out that those continue to happen through your 20s um and your 20s can be a lot <laughs> a lot and if you're anything like me they were um and so i thought it could be really beautiful uh instead of just sharing 30 things i've learned in the last year um i thought i would share 30 things i would tell my 20 something year old self um and yeah so i let's let's fucking go let's do the damn thing and uh Gosh, I can't believe that we're here. I can't believe we're at thirty. So, uh, here we go. And 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 while we're 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 doing this, um, I'm they're obviously going to post be posting about this on Instagram um, and certainly in my Patreon as well. So I'm so curious to hear what your um, biggest um, takeaways are from this. Which ones you resonate with, um, and and we'll go from there. So, you ready? Let's fucking go. Number one. Confidence doesn't come naturally, and most people aren't as confident as they seem. You aren't broken. You just haven't learned how to feel amazing in your skin yet. You will keep going. This has been a huge one for me. A huge one for me. Um... And it's so interesting because even like my clients, my one-on-one or group coaching clients, when I ask them – because, you know, so much of what I do as a coach is rooted in confidence and cultivating confidence. And when I ask them, you know, do you think I'm confident? I've always been confident. They're like, oh, yeah, you definitely have always just been a confident person. And that is the farthest thing from the truth. I have been so riddled with insecurity and uh can truly only say that the last few years of my life I have embodied confidence and it has not happened overnight it's been because of the work that I teach and the work that I do um for myself and it's a constant practice i always You know, relate it to like learning an instrument, you know, how you have to practice every single day um, in order to flex that muscle, in order to become better at that and more confident in in an instrument playing. It's the same thing with internal confidence, right? It's about practice and knowing what tools to actually approach and step into. So yeah, (laughs) that's number one. Number two, the most important relationship you will ever build is the one with yourself. Mm, I say that, and I immediately even like <laughs> I like resist myself in the process of that because for so long I didn't understand the importance of what that looked like and why that was important. You know, I could see the value of building relationships externally to me, um, you know, partners, friends. Uh, continuing to cultivate relationships with family members I could see the value of that you know I got something from those but like what what was I going to get for myself and man the relationship that you cultivate with yourself is so important and I think one that is so deeply overlooked so that is a huge one for sure number three feel your feels love Bottling it up will only amplify your anxiety and cause more pain in the long run, even if it feels easier in the moment. Anyone relate to that? The, the I don't want to feel my emotions or even step into my emotional life because it's just easier to, you know, bottle it up and not hold, and not, hold um, not express those things, whether it's expressing them to yourself or to somebody else. That was me for the longest time and so much of the work I do now. For myself and in the work I teach is all about, you know, fears, feels, and fucks. And feels is the the middle of it. It's the juicy part of it because we need to step into our feels with intention, right? And learning how to feel your feels intentionally and be able to move through those feels so you can emerge as your fuck yes self is so, so, so fucking huge. So that needed to be on my list. Number four, you were born to take up space in this world. So be and celebrate all of yourself with wild abandon. I think that one speaks for itself. Number five, there isn't anything you can dream that you can't achieve. This was a hard one for me. I am a big dreamer naturally and, you know, vision is where I I thrive I can create the most visionary dream filled world for myself but the idea of actually being able to achieve it felt so foreign to me for so long I just didn't think it was possible to have that experience and you know this is anything from uh you know living my dream as a performer and really being you know successful at that and and loving it um for those of you just saw Toby in the background oh, he's hanging out right now and being a goober um but yeah and and or even you know within my business you know uh i i never even had the dream of writing a book i wanted something that i wrote to be published at some point but the idea of writing a book and writing my book like Uh, what the fact that I could achieve that or that I could you know make a successful um, income you know as as a coach and as an online facilitator um, that I could change lives by doing the work that I do in this way I mean that I could spend three weeks um, and completely unplug off work and go on a you know beautiful euro trip like uh i I just couldn't believe that the, the any of those were true, and those are just scratching the surface of the things. Um, you can achieve the things you put your mind to, period. So number six, the relationships in your life will be your biggest teachers. Uh, a really important and soul human of mine um, told me this this year, and I have sat with it for so many months. Because um, the more I think about it, the more I think about what that means and how that looks, Um, it is so true. And, And I mean this for any relationship that comes into your life, whether it is a relationship that lasts a day that you meet and you have this incredible conversation with maybe um, in a cafe or a bar or um, you're you know, on vacation and you just happen to connect with the soul for a day or maybe it's somebody who is really important to you for a few months uh, or a few years and then that relationship comes to a close or changes or uh, you know, the, the relationships that last 10, 20 years in your life relationships are our biggest teachers and they can teach us so much about ourselves about how to be better about uh, what we need and I believe that they are the most important things in our life I mean connection I think is the root of everything that we do and why we do it right all we want is to feel loved and accepted and seen in life I th- I talk about this in my book over and over and over again and in everything that I do it all comes back to that right and the relationships we cultivate in life uh, help us really support that, right? Um, Not to mention, like I said earlier, the relationship with ourselves too. So the relationships in your life will be your biggest teachers. Number seven, this is a big one. The big achievements in your life you think will make you feel worthy are just momentary moments of happiness. True happiness is an inside job. Hmm. It took me a long time to learn this one. A long time. You know, I talk about this in the book, the um, Siegel syndrome, um, you know, where we just want, we want, I want, I want mine, 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 mine. We want to get there and then we get to that thing that we want that we think is going to um, create a space where we feel so, 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 so happy because we finally have gotten the thing that was our goal, right? We've achieved it. And yeah, sure, we might have a moment of endorphin, a moment of joy in that space, but does that mean that we're just going to be happy for the rest of our lives and 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 more so that the next day we're going to wake up and feel that joy? It's not it's, – it's fleeting, right? Happiness is a fleeting emotion and – I believe that finding peace and inner peace is content. And when we can truly feel that internally, our external world is going to look so much more joyous. And so often, that doesn't actually look like having things crossed off lists. It looks like just being. So, yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> Number eight, it's okay to make mistakes along the way. It's how you grow, baby. Forgive yourself. You're only human. Number nine, Decisions rooted in another person's dreams or needs or expectations without including yours in the mix is the pathway to disappointment and lack of fulfillment. That's a big one. Anyone can relate to that? I know. Oh. That's been one that I really, really needed. If you go back to the people pleasing episode, I talk a lot about this. Um, I think a lot of us can relate to putting our needs on the back burner for other people. And I think there's so much beauty in wanting other people to feel seen, right? Especially if you're in that space where you give deep love and are empathic and, and want people to feel seen and loved and cherished. And your needs and your desires matter. And they are so important to not just put into the picture, but be the central focus, frankly, of your life. Um, or else, like I said, you will be miserable <laughs> or certainly disappointed when you, when you like look back on your life when you're eight years old, which hell no, do I want that. So number 10, spend more time in nature and connecting with the people you love than working behind a screen. Has quarantine taught that to anybody? I know it has amplified that for me for sure, but that's been a big one. Number 11, this should come as no surprise. Dancing your heart out for three minutes is always the cure. (laughs) Number 12, therapy isn't for broken people. It's for anyone who cares to deepen their sense of self-awareness, cultivate inner peace, and open the door to life-changing connections and relationships. Therapy has changed my life and I need to do a bigger episode on this one. Uh, I've had a few requests um, from those of you who are in the Patreon page. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's not a dirty word and we need to remove the stigma attached to going to therapy. I, I, I really think that's starting to change because of quarantine and because of the accessibility, frankly, of um, everything being online now in that space, um, at least for the time being uh go to therapy go to therapy it's uh it's life changing number thirteen your inner knowing is always going to guide you in the right direction so trust those gut tugs and move mm, mm. one. Okay, number 14. Body confidence isn't about a goal weight or a size of clothing or how your skin looks. In fact, it has nothing to do with how you look. So stop focusing on the external shit to feel pretty and sexy. That will only cause more pain and suffering. So it's been huge for my journey as you all know um, as I've navigated my years of eating disorder cycles and body dysmorphia. Um, And hell, even navigating my surgery, Um, we place so much worth in how we look. Um, And we also think that we will be confident uh, when we look a certain way or feel a certain way. And trust me when I say that that is fucking not true. Confidence is an inside job, like I said, number one. And um, it's, it's, uh, it's never going to be about how you look, period. Always, this number 15, always, and I mean always, advocate for your health. You've only got one body. Treat it with love. Mm, I talk about this a lot on the podcast, but, you know, what I mean by when I say advocate for your health is that you are the only person that ever will. You know, the, there are so many flaws in the medical system, so many flaws in um, you know, in, hu- in hu- being a human, not everybody knows everything, but you are the the steward of your own body. You know it better than anyone else because you experience it on the day to day. So if you feel that something's off, trust it and get to the bottom of it. Um, if you know that something supports your, your health, make that choice. Um, Ask questions at the doctor's office. Um, do not be ashamed to advocate for your needs because nobody else is going to do it. Right? I learned this a lot through my years um, of of navigating my within my eating disorder cycles, especially because I had a lot of GI problems and IBS and all sorts of stuff with that, and I didn't know what to do. And with my eczema and healing from my candida, which I will be talking more about on the podcast coming up, but. Especially this was a lesson for me in navigating my uh, preventative double mastectomy because I had a year, almost a year of prep before my actual surgery. It was about nine months. And during that time, I asked questions. I made sure that I um, got lots of different perspectives from surgeons, breast surgeons, plastic surgeons to understand my options, to know what I needed. And when I was being told that something might work or couldn't work for me, I didn't just trust the first person I saw. I knew my body. I knew what I wanted. I knew how I wanted to step into that. And I made sure that I got what I needed in that space because I advocated for myself. And it was wildly empowering but also really scary because there's no guidebook on this. Um, The only guidebook is your internal compass, right? Um, Or having people in your corner who uh, may have done it before you, (laughs) right? Um, So – that is huge, huge, huge. So number 15, be an advocate for your health. All right, we're going to take a quick little break um, now that we're halfway through the point through the point and share today's sponsor of the podcast, which is sponsored by the Live Your Fuck Yes Life Virtual Summit. Um, you may have seen this announced on my Instagram um, earlier this week, um, but it is so fucking amazing and I'm so excited to officially share with you that the next virtual event we had our first one in November Is going down uh, in an exclusive private Facebook community um, once you snag your ticket on Eventbrite um, on February 20th. Um, Again, if you cannot make it live, um, there is always a replay. About half of the people who were there experienced it live last time, and the other half were there for the replay, and everyone got so much out of the experience. Um, So if you can't make it live for whatever reason, and you can definitely do it that way. Um, but what is this about? It's all about bringing you together in community for a day of self-discovery and empowered expression it's fucking magic and this time we're focusing on all things self-love and body confidence. And this is not your typical like let's fucking slap a mantra on it and call it self-love kind of day. No, no, no. We're deep diving into as always the taboo shit that nobody openly talks about because that's where the magic of stepping into our untamed and fuck yes selves lies, right? So you all asked for all things sexual liberation, body love, confidence and beyond and that's exactly what you're getting. So check out... Um, Tickets are in the show notes, um, or you can just look it up on Eventbrite, Live Your Fuck Yes Live Virtual Summit. Um, it is so, such a fucking steal. Um, and if you're in the Patreon page, you have a special discount um if you're not already in there you can hop in and get the discount that way um so you have a special discount for all of you and for all of you who sign up if you're listening to this in real time um for my birthday week end of day um on sunday of my birthday week which is i think the 7th that makes sense yeah the 7th of february um you get a special edition limited limited edition live your fuck yes life uh decal sticker um and i'm so excited about them they're so cute and uh, i can't wait to mail them out to all of you who snag your tickets in this first week so again you can check that out in the show notes um, or if you're on my Instagram you can just go to the link in my bio um, and snag your tickets tickets are only $30 if you buy them but you also like I said get a discount if you're on the Patreon page um, which is also in the link in my bio or in the show notes for you so all right let's get back to the list number 16 let me take a quick sip of water (laughs) okay I know you're scared you're going to get breast cancer and die, but you're going to be okay. And not just okay, you're going to beat it before it could beat you. You're amazing, and I'm so proud of you. So I know this probably may not relate to many to many of you, but a lot of you are uh, humans who have the BRCA1 gene or 2 gene or um, have breast cancer. I know a lot of the Live Your Fuck Life community is rooted in that space. Um, and I know how overwhelming that fear as I talk about it a lot in my book um so yeah I wish I could go back in time and tell myself to not be so scared that there would be a way to and that I would not that not that just that there would be a way but that I would have the courage and um the gift of being able to make that decision um and and be an advocate for my own health you know in that way too so number 17 (sighs) I think this might be my favorite one. <laughs> Just because society tells us it should be so doesn't make it so for us. Mm. There go the shoulds, right? We all know, I'll know how much I love shoulds. Hate shoulds. Fuck fuck the shoulds. Um, It's so important. It's so important to take stock of what is actually aligned for you. And this can look like, you know, anything. This can look like, I mean, for me, it's looked a lot like how I do relationships and how I love, um, you know, uh, stepping into polyamory is definitely, uh, not what society tells us, (laughs) you know, monogamy brain forever is how people have been programmed, um, you know, and certainly, you know, sexuality, um, gender norms is a big part of this, right, of, of what is appropriate and, and how, um, how it should be, um, what we love in the bedroom, um, kinks we might have, um, this can also look like if we want kids or not, um, you know, breaking away from the nuclear family dynamic, um, this can look like, uh, you know, breaking free from diet culture and, um, you all of the wildly problematic views on how our bodies should look or even what gender roles should look like, even if you do identify as a gender you were assigned to at birth, Um, you know, uh, all of the things, what we should do for work. I mean, literally, there are so many fucking shoulds that we are ingrained by society and the culture that we grew up in, right? And just because that's what is the, quote, norm presented to us doesn't make it – right for our spirit and our being oh I got lit up with that one (laughs) number 18 mm, being right doesn't matter empathy and kindness does and making the right decisions for you I'm just gonna leave that one at that number 19 you need to rest baby girl a very important human in my life says this to me all the time and um yeah, he's right. Uh, we get so wrapped up in, you know, going so fast, a mile a minute, doing all the things, especially me, you know, work, 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 grind, 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 have so many things going, so many balls in the air. <laughs> I always I always mess that up and I say balls in the fire. <laughs> I, I'm the worst at idioms and um, that's when I say a lot and um, Kevin always gives me such a hard time. <laughs> with it but it's it's true right like we we are um we are a culture that is so programmed to be focused on doing and doing and doing and we don't value rest in the way that we once did and it's so vital it's so vital to be able to actually do it's so vital to be able to actually have abundance right um and I personally have seen that when I've taken steps towards cultivating more rest and pleasure in my life, which pleasure is, you know, my word of the year, which includes rest, I actually have more abundant and success on paper. Um, whether that's within my business um, or as an actor um, or within my creativity and my expression and my ability to create or within my relationships, frankly. Um, everything is so much brighter and better in my life when I rest more. So that was a big one that I would wish I could have told my, my, my uh, 20, especially like my 25, 26-year-old self. Damn, she was, well, really early 20s too. She was, she was just all about the grind. So number 20, setting and maintaining personal boundaries is the most important act of self-care you will ever make. This is a big one. And one that I will be talking about more on the podcast for sure, Um, but damn, I sucked at setting boundaries um, for the longest time. I'm still learning this process. It has been, the last couple of years has been a huge part of my own journey. Um, And uh, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. And I I wish that I could go back in time and really mm, relay that information so number 21 yes limiting or eliminating food groups operating from a treat or cheat meal perspective working out to work off the meal you ate all of that and more it is part of an eating disorder cycle I would just tell myself that I didn't know I didn't understand and I couldn't acknowledge that for the longest time. Um I didn't have the the language to acknowledge it. Um because of how rampant diet culture programmed us to believe otherwise. Um and I think if I had known that sooner I would have um moved to healing sooner. So that's a huge one for me. And one that I know so many of you have reached out about and have been learning about via me. So um, you know, always hear from our questions on that for sure, especially in the um, in our patron community. Okay, number twenty-two. Not everyone that comes into your life is your forever person, and that's okay. I think this has maybe been the hardest lesson that I've ever had to learn. Um, mostly because I love big, <laughs> and um, and I I have experienced a lot of pain because of not knowing this sooner. And while I think that time a relationship changes or a human being leaves your life, um, it's going to be painful, I think the there is more pain in holding on um, for dear life. Um, and that is something that I have spent my whole life doing, uh, largely because I think uh, I spent so many years without having any humans in my life that I felt like actually saw me or loved me. And so... Uh, it's been a it's been a a, a learning process for sure uh, and a big one for me. Number twenty three, expectation without communication is a recipe for a disaster. Anyone have this all the time where you just have these expectations of the people in your life, partner in your life, friends, whatever, but you don't actually communicate to them what you want or need, right? You just expect them to know, expect these things to happen, and. Nothing is communicated and so you undoubtedly in, in get disappointed, <laughs> right? This has been a huge one for me um, and I wish that I had been taught that. I wish that I had learned that sooner. So number 24, it's not about being what everyone wants you to be. It's about being yourself and finding the people who truly love you for who you are. Number 25, change is not a bad thing. It's beautiful and such a natural part of life. Embrace it. Number 26. Your 20s are your time for discovery. Embrace the adventure. Try new things. Don't lock yourself into something and expect that that thing is always going to bring you joy. This is a huge one that I don't feel like anyone talks about, right? Like, I know I felt so much pressure just have it all figured out very early on even like early 20s have it all figured out you know have the relationship have the job have my life planned out you know all of this stuff and it's like fuck that perspective your 20s are for you to just fucking like live just live and experience things and try different things and I wish I had done more of that earlier um I feel like I'm going to be bringing the energy of my twenties into my thirties because I really got stuck in the shoulds so much of my twenties. Um, so just fucking let yourself, let yourself breathe, let yourself do the thing and make mistakes and not even mistakes, but like fail forward. Um, it's how you can you know uncover the layers to what you love and who you are. Number twenty seven. I know you've been told for so many years that you're too much. That bold, vivacious, wild soul, she's going to change so many lives when you finally let her free and untethered. So let your freak flag fly. (laughs) Number 28. Yeah, you love and express love differently. That makes you beautiful and is something to celebrate, not be ashamed of. 29, your scars and rock bottom moments, they will help change so many lives when you find the courage to share your story. There is always light in the darkness. Never forget that. I get so emotional when I say that because I think when you're in those moments, which I've had many, as you all know, you don't. You can often not see that, right? It's it's so hard to see what good might come out of it and, um, and also why it's happening to you in the first place, right? It's this concept of like, why is this happening to me instead of it happening for you? And, I, I, you know, I think that perspective can often be problematic um, and also I think that there is a beauty in acknowledging that that also can be true. And I know for me, I have found through all of you and through, you know, Live Your Fuck Yes Life and everything that I share, um, you know, it's made those moments feel um, like there's been a reason for them outside of myself. And everything I do, you know, for the longest time has always been about impacting Impact. It's been about impact, and it's been about um, creating spaces and containers where other humans feel less alone and can can truly begin to embody their fuck yes selves. I just I, I feel so called to do that as a human. It is what I was put on this earth to do, and via storytelling. Um, which is, you know, my superpower. <laughs> and uh, getting to do that and do that around the moments that I thought were going to, I was going to die um, and that were going to ruin me forever and that I would never be able to crawl out of has been such a gift. And um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm grateful to have the perspective on the other side of it. And I would definitely go back in time and And send some love to my multiple 20s (laughs) year old selves um, as I navigated those rock bottom moments and massive scars. So, and finally, number 30, (laughs) I had to add it. I had to leave it with a funny one, right? It's not just Ruby Rose. (laughs) Oh, for all of you who watched Orange is the New Black, you get it. You get it because. Ruby Rose was what awoken me to my bisexuality and my like oh damn, but it wasn't just her, you know. Um, and that was um, such a beautiful, uh, a beautiful start to a sea of whoa, what's happening, and how do I feel, and what am I attracted to, and um, I just wish I could go back in time and tell my baby not out bisexual self that um being fully embodied in your sexuality is the greatest gift ever and uh that is not just ruby rose so <laughs> those are my 30 30 things i would tell my 20 something something year old self and um there are i'm sure so many more um but these are the things that poured out of my, my heart and being and so many of these things, interestingly enough, as I was reading them, are so many of the things that I teach, and so many of the things that I, I cultivate and do. And um, if you are unfamiliar with what that looks like on a personal, tangible level, um, outside of just hearing, you know, these these podcast episodes and 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 reading my content, whether you're on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, um, I, I urge you and I encourage you to. Hop into um, the Live Your Fuck Yes Life Virtual Summit and experience the magic when you actually start to allow these things that I just mentioned to permeate in yourselves and shift differently because of what you're being given. Um, it's going to be a day full of so. Many incredible guest sessions, and um, I will be also leading you through a confidence and body empowerment and embodiment session that I've never, um, I've never done in the context of these summits. Um, it's my signature thing, and I'm so excited to lead you all through it. Um, not to mention um, witness. All of you navigate uh, the incredible goods of these humans. So check out more information at the Eventbrite link in the show notes and snag your ticket um, and get that limited edition sticker, baby. Uh, it's going to be so great. And pop on over um, to my Instagram today and um, and let me know which one for my birthday. Let me know which one really resonated with you. And um, if you want to give me an extra birthday gift, you can shoot me a DM and um, let me know what uh, being, you know, having, listening to the podcast or, um, reading my, my book, I chopped off my tits. I have a copy of it sitting right here. Uh, I chopped off my tits, um, or, you know, uh, any of the work I've done, whether we work together, um, in a one-on-one capacity, group coaching capacity, or just by following me on Instagram or TikTok. I know there's a lot of you that have found me via there. Um, let me know what, you know uh one thing that being in the live your fuck yes life community in this container in these spaces has done to change your life um because that's really that's really why i do what i do and it's the greatest gift to hear from you and to get to know your hearts more in a deeper way so that would be the most incredible birthday gift whether you're listening to this in real time or not shoot me a dm and let me know and i adore you all so much and yeah Next week, we're going to be deep diving back into some incredible guest experts, um, which I know you have been asking for some really amazing people. And they're coming down the pipes. So get ready. It's going to be incredible. And make sure you subscribe, like, review, all of that good stuff. um, And as always, I will see you next week. And until then, bye-bye.